Hi, this is Prophet Terry. Come experience the new you. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory. We welcome the word of the Lord in the house this morning. Speak to us, Lord. Speak to us, Lord. Hallelujah. Are we ready to receive this morning? Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. God's making a place for me. If that's not true, you shouldn't look forward to anything. He's making a place for you where there is no place. Hmm? You're not supposed to be here. Most of us are not supposed to be in this church this morning, in this house this morning. Yes, but God's making a place. So let's see what we need to do to help God make a place for us. Mm -hmm. Because he promised you something, right? Something that uh, somebody else already has. Hmm? God can't give you no land because everybody owns the land. Our thing is we're going to keep our flight trying to accomplish things in our own power or we're going to trust God to do it for us. And mind you, the reason we're still broke is because we trust in our power and our ability. The reason we have not overcome yet is because we were in our own power. But when we begin to trust in God, yes? And we understand that there's more to salvation, there's more to the gospel than just salvation. See, religious spirits want to fight with that. And we're going to deal with some religious spirits this morning. But they want to fight with that. Mm. Mm. Bible says let us leave the elementary teachings about Christ and go on to maturity what we like to do sometimes is leave Christ and go on to maturity but the the scripture doesn't say that we leave the the, um, elementary teachings about Christ and go on to mature teachings about Christ that he has a purpose for you in this life yes is not just salvation and for you to work on that salvation after he already gave it to you. Hmm? I mean, how many people are still working on salvation and God gave it to you free? Uh-huh. Hallelujah. One of the things I've been saying a lot lately is it's not the church that judges And it's not the church that uh, makes laws. We think it is. Actually, it's the world that judges you. It's the world that is still under law. The scripture would say so. So the world is judging and making more. It always has been. Jesus came not to condemn us, but to save us. 
But too often, and I think some of the era, but too often we think the church is judging us. So it's better for us to stay at home in the world. It's better for us just to stay out in the world. It's better for us to go to the beach. It's better for us to do this. It's better for that. And, and we have this, uh, this concept that the world is not judging you, but everywhere in the world there's laws. And every day there's more and more laws. Every day there's, this is not right, this is not right, this is not fair. Yeah, yeah. But the reason the church gets blamed for it, because when we get saved out of the world, we come in with worldly ways. Hmm. Go ahead, prophet. Go and, ahead. And that's where religiousness is born. Religiousness is, is not Christ. Religiousness is the world trying to portray Christ. Yeah. 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 So when it comes out of the world and it, it, it doesn't want to surrender to grace and the mercy, it doesn't like to forgive. Law does not like to forgive. Very true. What would law be if it forgave? Huh? You're speeding and the police pull you over and they say, okay, we forgive you. They didn't write you no ticket. Uh, law does not like to forgive. Law does not like to show mercy. That is the world. That is not the church. What we see in the church sometimes that we don't like is what we see is people that who have not truly converted over to the new world order. The new world order is that of love, saved by grace. You always hear people talking about the new world order. And so they put all that fear into us. But if you look in the book of Revelation, God says, I have a new order. It won't be the old order. So the new world order is that of love and forgiveness. But when people come from the world into the church and they don't want to let go of the law of the world, then they become religious. And they become even more judgmental because now they think they got God on their side. So they're critical. So when you see all these laws and rules in church, what, what you're not seeing there is that the wor- that's the world still in the church. That's not Christ in the church. That's the world that's not converting. They're in the church, but they're not converting. But it's the world that's judging you. It's the world that beats up on you. Jesus says it's your own household. Huh? Who started judging you first? <coughs> Yes. <laughs> Family, neighborhood, schools. Friends, yes. Huh? Yes. What we don't understand is that Satan is the old world order. Satan is flesh. We don't understand that. And so we don't understand that the biggest thing we're fighting with in this world is accusations. Mm-hmm. In our scripture, uh, the verses prior to this scripture uh, where they overcame... The verses above that, it says, Michael and the archangels was fighting against the devil and his angels. And they overcome him. And they hurled him down. And it says, the accuser who accused the brethren day and night. See? So Satan is of the world. But he accuses day and night. He judges everything and makes war with everything. That's the spirit of the world. But they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb, by the word of their testimony, and they did not love their lives so much as to shrink back from death. And that latter part is what I want to focus on a little bit. But first I want us to understand this concept of 
the world that is always judging you. It's always accusing you. Hmm? Christ came to save us from that. From those accusations. And when the devil was hurled down, what was hurled down? Accusations. What's keeping you from becoming a, a better person, what is keeping you from being more productive in life is the accusations around you. It's the world. And those accusations are in the environment. You're not good enough. You can't do that. You know, you, you you can't write a song. You can't you can't preach. You can't do that. That that's not you. You can't do that. So the world is always putting you down. It's always accusing you. You're not good enough. And that whole concept of the world is in us. And so when we judge ourselves, that's actually the world in us. So we're judging ourselves. We're putting ourselves down. And the reason we can never find our place is because Satan keeps his place. Hey. <laughs> but it says Satan lost his place. Wow. He was hurled down. Right. right? He lost his place. What place? Oh. In the heavens. What we don't understand there when it talks about heavens, it's not talking about the atmosphere of God. It's talking about a governmental aspect of, of, of life itself. Right. The world is over you. Right. <laughs> But Satan lost his place. And who is Satan? He's, he's the accusations of the world. He's the accuser. He lost his place so you could find your place. He lost his place. The woman gave birth, the woman gave birth to a son that will sit on the throne. Somebody else is governing over me. It's not my accusations. I cannot even judge myself. Now we're not seeing the beauty this morning. Yes. Huh? See that 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 song that we were singing early this morning, God's making a place for me. Listen, Satan is in that place, and he won't let you get in that place because he's accusing you and saying that you don't deserve that place. You have not proven it, you have not earned it. You're not good enough, you're not worthy of that place. Hmm? 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 Yes. God says, I'm making a place for you. Where you had no place. Huh? Because the world is in that place. It won't let you come up into that place. Not unless you bow to it. Jesus ran against the world when he was in the garden and he was tested. We, we focus so much on that the Lord was uh, tempted by the devil. The devil says, if you fall down and worship me. We don't understand that Satan is a representative of the world. So basically, it was the world that he run across in the desert saying, if you will worship me, I will give you all this. But Satan lost his place. He hurled down. He lost his place. So you can find your place. Hmm? Oh, thank you. Amen. oh my God! Hello. Yeah, look. look like some of you don't want no place this morning. Uh, I can't even interest you in you in a beach house. Ain't nothing you don't want this morning. Uh, ain't no place you don't want this morning. Can't interest you in anything this morning. You come to the wrong church this morning. You come to the wrong church this morning. This ain't a hospital. We're not just bandaging wounds. We're healing the sick. 
Ain't no bandages in here. Ain't no band-aids in here. Hallelujah. If you want to cry, go across the street. I think there's some Catholic churches that are over there or something. Go over there. Got nothing against them, but we don't do band-aids in here. Did you come to live this morning? Did you come to receive the word this morning? Let me say this again. There was war in heaven. There was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the devil and his angels. But he was not strong enough. So he was hurled down with his angels. He lost his place. So God could make a place for you. You think you're going to crawl in here with your sad self. And you're going to take some land. You want land? All the land is, is already belongs to somebody. You got you to gotta earn it or buy it. But you don't have the means to do that. Uh, everything that you want right now, somebody else has it. Yes. You want a new car? Somebody else has it. You want a career? Somebody else has it. Uh, you want money? Anybody want money this morning? So they're going to make you money? They ain't going to make you money? Somebody else got the money. Now somebody ain't listening to me this morning. You want a thousand dollars? It's got to come out of somebody else's pocket. So it might as well come out of the devil's pocket. You want a new house? Somebody else already owns it. Huh? I don't think there's no more deserted islands with caves. And probably if you had the means or the worldly finesse to have those things, you wouldn't be in this house this morning. What I'm trying to tell you is the devil's got your place. What I'm trying to tell you is the world got your place. What I'm trying to tell you that Christ died for you, not just to save you, your soul, but to give you a place and give you a purpose in this life. Hallelujah. If you don't like that, go back to begging. Go beg the world. Go beg the world. Go bow down to the world. Go bow down to the rich man. See if it won't cost you your soul. But God has something for you. Now I said Michael and his angels are fighting against the devil and his angels. And they was not strong enough. They was hurled down. He lost his place. Hello. There's a place available. I don't know who wants it. I don't know who wants it, but there's a place available. Huh? I don't know who wants it, but there's a place available. Now, our religious spirit says, this is not about places. This is about salvation. The Bible says, leave the elementary teachings about salvation and go on to maturity. 
Go on to the purpose so you can be a witness for God, so you can declare the works of God, the goodness of God. Yes. Poverty is just an excuse. And it says they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb. By the word of the testimony. And they did not love their lives so much to shrink back from death. Now this is the part I want you to really understand this morning. The world exchanges things through accusations. See, law is accusations and boasts. The law promotes that. The world order promotes that. The world is accusing. Accusing and boasting all the time. Now, this is an important thing to understand about how we overcome the devil and how we hurl him down out of our place. Now remember, he's above you. Might look like your mama, might look like your daddy, your brother, your sister. Might look like your country, your prime minister. I don't know who it looks like. They're in your place. But this is how you hurl them down. Blood of Jesus, salvation, word of testimony. Begin to trust in God that you have a word. Stand up for God. But here's the one that we, we often fail to see. They did not love their lives so much as to shrink back from death. Jesus says if you try to save your life, you'll lose your life. How do we overcome the accusations of the world? By not fighting back as they fight. By not accusing back. Remember that the world accuses. Even in the church, the world accuses. Huh? You can't walk in church. Somebody don't like the way you dress. Can't walk in church. Somebody don't like your hair. See, that's the world. That is not the Spirit of Christ. You can't walk in church. Somebody don't like the song it was sung. Somebody don't like the music. Somebody don't like the lights. Somebody don't like this. Somebody don't like that. Huh? Air too high. Air too low. Air not enough. Huh? You could have a thousand accusations before the prelude comes. <laughs> before church ever starts. That is what's keeping the world over you. The accusations. Satan was hurled down. He accused day and night before God. Always bringing accusations. The world's judging you. You start to judge yourself. The way to overcome him is to quit judging. The way to overcome him is to quit judging. The way to prosper is to quit judging. The way to overcome is to know that God has you covered. Are you perfect? No. Do you slip up? Yes. But by grace, I am saved. And by grace, I will succeed. By grace, I'm saved. And by grace, I will walk into my place. By grace, I am saved for a purpose. And by grace, I will find my purpose. And by grace, I will fulfill my purpose, not my own works. So I don't have to go back to fighting as the world fights. Mm. Anybody hear me? I don't have to fight like that. The way I overcome. It says, I did not love my life so much as to shrink back from death. 
See, when somebody insults you, you want to fight. Why? You want to protect your life. Anybody hear me? You want to protect your life. You want to save your life. Jesus says, if you follow me, you must hate your life. Don't count your life for nothing. That's what it means. Don't count your life for nothing. Huh? But how we try to save our life? We run our mouth. Accusations. We accuse. Right? We accuse. Then we turn around and accuse ourselves for being a bad person. That's why we ain't got no place. We ain't got no place because we spend all our money on fighting. We ain't got no place because we spend all of our energy on accusing somebody. Hmm? We accuse people that have things that we want. And we accuse them that they got those things that we want by some wrong means, but yet you want the same thing. Won't the world accuse you then? See, it's all that accusing. You're spending up all your energy on accusing people. The reason you're broke, the reason you don't have no place, is because you're spending all your energy. Hmm? Your mouth is life. You're spending all of it on accusing other people, judging other people, just like the world. That's the spirit of the world. That's what the world does. It judges everybody. It judges everybody. It judges everything. And then you start judging yourself because you have but one heart. Huh? The reason you're broke, the reason you're lost, the reason you don't have a place is because of your mouth. Now, your mouth could prosper you. Yes? If you hold to the blood of Jesus and the word of your testimony, God is good. God is forgiving. God is loving. For God so loved the whole world. For God so loved the world. That means all the people you bring in accusations against. You ain't helping the kingdom of God. You're coming against the kingdom of God. Uh, if you just shut your mouth up, you find your place. Mm. You just shut your mouth, you'd find your place. Mm. And they overcame because they did not love their lives so much as to shrink back from death. Because when you love your life, you try to protect your life. Mm. Christians trying to correct their good name, you know. I can't let them say that about me. Even gangsters, they they fighting for their own name. What name you got? <laughs> but we're quick to judge it and criticize and condemn. And as long as you do that, the world will have power over you because you belong to the world because that's the behaviors of the world. Hmm? That's the behaviors of the world. It said, not even Michael, the arch angle, angel, was tempted to bring a slanderous accusation against the devil. Not even Michael. Not even Michael. You run in your mouth on people and you don't know the whole story. And sometimes you run your mouth on yourself and you don't even know the whole story. You're not your own. This is why you don't have no place. You're running your mouth. But Michael, the archangel, the angels of angels, he's not even bringing a slanderous accusation against the devil. But we, oh, that's the devil, that's the devil, that's the devil. Oh, they're the devil. They got a devil in them. You Michael? Are you Michael? And it said concerning the body of Moses. Hey. All right, Moses was good, but he wasn't that good. 
And Michael ain't going to say, no, Moses is good. No. It says the Lord rebukes you. Uh, Not even Michael. Are you Michael? Wow. How many people you judge this week? How many people you bring accusations against this week? How many times did you judge yourself this week? Huh? That's what's wrong with you. You ain't depressed, you're losing the fight. I'm talking to anybody. You ain't depressed, you're losing. Huh? The doctors, the psychiatrists have all kinds of names for people that's losing the fight. Yes. Huh? You're schizophrenic. You're this, you're that, you're that. Hmm? You're bipolar. You ain't bipolar, you're losing. Huh? You're losing. And you're just stupid enough to think you're winning sometime and the next time you realize, no, I lost. That's bipolar. You're just going to accept the fact that you're lost. So he said, huh? No, I'm good. I'm good. You ain't bipolar. You're losing. I don't believe there's a condition of the body or the state of the mind if you would not repent and surrender your accusations. That it wouldn't begin to open the door for healing for your life, for your soul, for your mind. Yeah. Why do, why do we have so much sugar and diabetes? Why do we have so much high blood pressure? Huh? Why do we have all those things? Because you're losing. You're losing. And you're not big enough to say, the world is bigger than me. You're losing. If you just realize you're losing, you ain't going to get no place on your own. The world too big. So when Michael was fighting or debating with the archangel, when uh, Michael was fighting with the devil, that devil represents the world. But he wouldn't bring an accusation against the world. Wouldn't bring an accusation against the devil. But says the Lord rebukes you. Michael! <laughs> would not speak against the devil. We go to Peter. We find a similar thing. It says... These people are like unreasoning animals. They bring in uh, uh, slanderous accusations against celestial beings. Now that's what the NIV says, celestial beings. And so they bring in accusations against them. Right? And if you go to King James, you will realize they're talking about government. Now, celestial being is okay, but you got to realize back in, in biblical times that sometimes uh, governors and things, they was almost seen as angels. So it means you was bringing slanderous accusations against governments. Huh? Some of you are in politics every day and you don't know nothing about politics. Huh? Huh? You find a pothole, you blame it on rally. You, you don't know that's the way it works. You don't know that Riley come out and say, I conditioned this pothole to be here. <laughs> they did not love their lives so much as to shrink back from death. Jesus says, unless you hate your mother, your father, your brother and sister. 
Now, when he says hate, he don't mean the accusations. He says hate your own life. He doesn't mean those accusations. He means that you love him more. Right. And you're going to trust him. Amen. It's not what they say. Now, what do they say? So, when he says, unless you hate them, them being a part of the world, he says, if you follow them and listen to what they approve and begin to be accusing as they are, you've got no place in my kingdom. Uh, see, it's, it's about coming to a place of not accusing. And that's what it means when it says, they did not love their lives so much as to shrink back from death. No. God said, He's got a place for me. So I'm not going to fight with you. Hmm? God says, He's got a place for me. Huh? It's by grace. And it's by grace. It's learning to look at people with grace. That's the new world order. It's learning to look at people with grace. Huh? Yes, they may say something out of the way, but maybe they're having a rough morning. Maybe they're having a rough morning, but you, rather than, you see, many times when somebody, when somebody speaks rough to you, you judge them. Rather than find out, is there something going on in your life? Are you hurting some way? No, you judge. Because you want to save your life. You, you don't look deeper into it. Huh? Now, I want everybody to hear something this morning. This word is certainly not to make you feel bad. This word is to let you know that you have a place in God. But you've got to stop fighting with the world. You've got to stop being like the world. You're not going to get the blessing like the world gets the blessing. And they don't get it for long. That's why it's here today, gone tomorrow, because somebody else is going to take it. The world is going to point somebody else over your, over your place. Uh, but when God gives you a place, it's yours. Uh, it's yours. But you've got to stop accusing people. And you've got to stop being offended by people. Uh, you've got to stop being offended by people. There's a word that came out yesterday that said, you know... Um, there was a couple individuals in the house. They were just kind of playing, but one of them was losing the fight. And I, I was kind of in the, stuck in the middle of it. And I told this one person, I said, stop condemning yourself and fight back. Because when you let people judge you, what you fight back with is anger. And what you fight back with is guilt and condemnation. And you will always lose. Now this was just a playful thing. But I realized once I spoke the word, I realized it was God speaking. And so we, we even had a class on the subject yesterday. Stop condemning yourself and fight back. But when it says fight back, we're talking about the good fight of faith. And the good fight of faith does not fight as the world fights. It stays cool. Uh, throw something at me, I'm not going to be offended. Why? Because I know God has got a place for me. And you can't take it away. And I'm not going to fall prey to your games of accusing. And it's sad that even Christians 
you, you, you sit with them a few minutes and they want to start judging somebody or talking about somebody. You don't know their story. You don't like it when people talk about you because they don't know your story. Amen. Huh? And yes, there's some things in the world. Nah, that, that, that's wrong, but you don't condemn the person. And only until you can understand that will you ever be a leader and will you ever really have a place where God appoints you in the place. Hmm? The book of Revelation says with his blood he's purchasing men for God to be a kingdom and a priest to reign on the earth. There's more to salvation than just coming to the church and saying, Lord, I, I, I repent. I was greedy. I ate more extra uh, order of potatoes. <laughs> Why? We invent some of the stupidest things to repent about. Rather than realize God is not so trivial. Yes, there's times you need to repent. Yes. You don't need to take a bath in olive oil to repent. Yes. Huh? You, you, you don't need to cry all night. You just say, Lord, no, that wasn't the right thing to do. Because there's more to it. There's more to your calling than just getting saved. God wants you to be productive. He wants you to be a witness. He wants you to reach other people. And you can't reach other people if you ain't got something to give. Huh? Look at this. The Bible says love covers over a multitude of sin. So you think God had rather for you to sit in church all the time and pretend that you're perfect. How would, how would you feel? There's this one person with the judgment. There's this one person. They're in church all the time. Hmm? And let's say they do pretty good. But they ain't never witnessed to nobody. And then there's this other person that keeps messing up <laughs> and stumbling. But they've witnessed to a thousand people. Who deserves to go through those pearly gates? Hmm? The one that's bathing and crying all the time? But not loving nobody? Not trying to reach nobody? Or the person that's stumbling. Maybe they curse every now and then. Huh? Maybe they slip up every now and then. Maybe they do this every now and then. Huh? Maybe they struggle with porn a little bit, but they get out of it. But they've ministered to a thousand people. Be honest. If it was only room for one more person in heaven and you was the one judge and who would you let in? Hmm? The one is always uh, saying, God, I thank you I'm not like this person. God, I, I thank you I'm not like that. Which, which, which one are you going to say? Which one are you going to let in the kingdom? Hmm? Which one? Or it could even be the bartender that believes in God, but he's still selling his booze, but he's always helping people. But as a Christian, you ain't helping nobody. You ain't encouraging nobody. Huh? Better think about that. 
Love covers the multitude of sin. Who is more righteous? Jesus said that to the Pharisees who thought they was all of that. So Jesus told them a story about a Samaritan whom they don't like. There's a man wounded. The priest passed him by, but the Samaritan picked him up, put him on his donkey, took him to town, told him to take care of him. He'd pay for it. Who's more righteous? Samaritan. The one without all the accusations. Now listen, if you're going to overcome the world, you've got to overcome it by grace. Not just grace to you. Grace in, grace out. Wow. I'm telling you, if you just trust that God's got a place for you, the world can't take it away from you. Your poverty can't take it away from it. Your education can't take it away from it. Your lack of education, your lack of money can't take it away from you. Once God made a promise to you, He's made a promise to you. But the thing that keeps your blessing in the devil's hands is the accusations is always coming out of your mouth. Hmm? That's where your poverty is. Yes, that's where your poverty is. Just like somebody that might not have much money left at the end of the week because they spend it all on KFC. We spend ours on accusations. Uh Yeah. Because the more we spew out accusations against other people, the more we will judge ourselves of being an accuser when even Michael the archangel didn't do all that. The woman caught in adultery. And Jesus confirmed it. It it wasn't a made-up thing. Jesus confirmed that's, that's what she was doing. And he says, I don't hold nothing against you. Where's your accusers? Where's your accusers? And it's sad sometimes the accusers have membership in churches. Where's your accusers? This is the Son of God. He's forgiving the woman in adultery. But the mob there that wanted to kill her and stone her who guilty themselves and the righteous one comes and he says let her go. Let her go. Michael, don't bring an accusation against the devil. It says a slanderous accusation. That means that Michael is not going to open his mouth and speak something that he does not know. Hmm? But you say it's the devil. All right, you tell me one thing the devil's done to you. And you got evidence that it was the devil and not somebody else. See, now right here, you know, something, something's going on in the room right now. You know what's going on in the room right now? Uh, you're judging yourself. Did I tell you to judge yourself? No. Did I tell you to lift one finger against yourself? No. I am giving you truth. I did not tell you to judge yourself. Uh, here, you, you have all these Pharisees. They've caught this woman in adultery. Yes? They caught her in adultery, so they bring him to, to Jesus, somewhat a trap, but Jesus confirmed, if you, if you read the story, he confirmed it was so, right? They're all vexed at this woman. All the Pharisees 
all their, their fancy gowns, all their, you know, they're feeling good about who they are. Huh? And they ready to kill her. But Jesus, the Son of God, the one we got to stand before, and not those Pharisees, says, let her go. Let her go. But Jesus did something before he said, let her go. He says, okay, okay, okay. But let's think about how many things you have done that you want me to forgive you of. And I love the scripture. It says all the old people left first. <laughs> uh, now, now, now look at this. So these old people, they kind of went away sad. They just drifted off. They said, mm, I got to go take my medicine. You know, they, they was making them. In their mind, they're making all kinds of excuses while they're walking off, you know. Till ain't nobody left, you know. Huh? So in, in many ways, they probably felt bad themselves. Or maybe they just realize, alright, 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 alright. Maybe I'm not the one to judge. And like I said, something came in the room because when I started addressing all this judgment and criticism, you know, that we bathe ourselves in, some of you started feeling guilty. Wow. Now, you may feel convicted that you, you have been like that this week. But Jesus didn't come to condemn us. He come to save us. And he didn't call me to come and condemn you. He didn't say, okay, I ain't going to condemn them, but you go condemn them. No. He called me to save you. What am I saving you from? I'm saving you from the accusations, the very thing that makes you a part of the world. Hmm? Yeah. If, if you've got rival gang members... And they're accusing each other of, of, you know, crossing that magical line or the, their turf, right? And they're accusing each other, right? What is the difference between that than two churches saying you're crossing each other's turf? Or, or, or somebody on this side against somebody on this side in church. Or maybe two people in church. What is the difference if you're accusing? Hmm? You just call yours holy war. Holy accusations. That's the thing that's making you poor. Hmm? Because you've judged people and people have judged you. Hmm? You know, the more you judge people, you know how people see you? They full of themselves. They think they're better than everybody. When somebody says, they make a statement, not always necessarily true, but somebody makes a statement, they think they're better than everybody. Right? The reason they make a statement about you is because you feel like you're better than everybody. And how can you feel like you're better than everybody unless you accused everybody of being lesser than you? Wow. We do it so we do it so easily. We do it so easily. The Bible says if we keep on biting and devouring each other, we'll destroy each other. See the way to overcome the devil 
And you've got to understand what the devil is. The way to overcome the world, and you've got to understand what the world is, is accusations. Don't be a part of it. Don't be a part of it. That doesn't mean that we don't see things that's not right. Okay, I don't think that's right. But we don't condemn people. It, and some things we think is not right, you know, we may not know the whole story. Huh? That's what's keeping you from overcoming the devil that's got your place. That's what's keeping you from overcoming the world that's got your place. Hmm? And some of us in here right now, we have been trained so much in religion, we don't understand that Christ not only come to save you. Yes? Now, if you're 98 years old, maybe he just come to save you today. Because he's going to come get you in the morning. I hope there's nobody in 98 in here. I'm not prophesying. No. He saved you at this point in your life so you can still do something at this point in your life. Yes? The sickness in your body is not from God. It is not God paying you back for what you've done in life. You're still under the world. The world will pay you back for what you've done in life. Huh? Supreme Court, High Court, whatever court it is. That's what's judging you. And many times we accept that. We accept that. We accept how people feel about us. And we let the world judge us and criticize us. So we're feeling guilty. And what do we do to comfort our pain and guilt? We just judge somebody else. And so we never get healed. We never get our place in life. Because we don't understand how to overcome the world. Which is accusations. Hmm? Which is accusations. Especially in Trinidad. I've seen these little clans and tribes of family living on this little bitty piece of land and they're all fighting. And they fight there for years until Papa clan and Mama clan die and then they end up in court fighting for that same little piece of land. And nobody is ever going to get it. Nobody's ever going to benefit from it. Why? Because it's a den of devils. Everybody just there accusing each other. <laughs> Walk out of that place. Be free. Stop accusing. Stop accusing. Because that's what is robbing you. That's why you can't fight the good fight of faith. The good fight of faith is not about fighting at all. It's about standing, believing. No matter what people say, I believe. Huh? God promised me something, I believe. God promised this house, a, 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 a building, and a parking lot. Do we have the money? No, but God promised it. The world says you're never going to get it. The world says you're never going to get it unless you, unless you pass a bunch of offering plates around. My God is not poor. He's just waiting for us to believe in His Word. Waiting for us to believe yes. and not listen to the accusations of the world. Yes. The, uh, 
But in that process, I can't judge other people and say, well, they don't deserve that. God, how come you give that person that? Huh? Have you ever seen somebody in church that was not too good and they get blessed and you think, Lord, you're not Michael, you know. But you're judging that person. You don't know what God is doing. You don't know what God is doing. You don't, listen, there's a person that's in the prayer room, the unseen place, and then there's a person that's outside the prayer room. Now the person outside the prayer room don't always behave like the person inside the prayer room. <laughs> but God saved the person inside the prayer room. So you don't know this person that's misbehaving outside the prayer room maybe running to God and crying out their heart while you scrolling. And the Lord says, listen, try again. And you wonder why they're getting blessed. Because they ain't quite got control of themselves outside the prayer room. But inside the prayer room, they're crying out to God. They go back to God. They're repenting. They know they're a sinner. They're not running around and judging everybody else. They're trying to witness to people. They're trying to do something in life, but they're clumsy at it. Yes, their DNA keeps wanting to surface. But God knows who they are in the prayer room, in the secret place. God knows who they are in their heart. huh? God knows when somebody is just doing stupidness and he knows when somebody is trying but stupidness has just got holds on him. But God's going to deliver that person and God's got a place for that person. Remember, every time you criticize somebody else it's deducted from your bank account. As you judge. You're not Michael. Now, I'm not saying this this morning to make you feel bad. I'm saying this this morning to wake you up. Because I want you to receive what God has for you. Hmm? Yes. You, you, might, you might see somebody at, at school or at the university and, and, and they feeling kind of high and you want to judge them. They think they're so full of themselves. Uh, maybe their parents is wealthy and they can go to university and you think they're so full of themselves and the world is corrupt. I, I want to go to university. I deserve to go to university. They don't deserve to go to university. Huh? Listen, you don't deserve to go to university either. Because <laughs> the world is in control unless you get out of the world and the way you're behaving and the way you're thinking is the way of the world. Wow. Oh yes, you always going to have those individuals in the world that rise up for a moment. Like a flower. But it don't last long. Yeah? It don't last long. Like a tomato plant. It won't live forever, you know. Uh, you always see that. But see, your temptation is you want to judge that. But when you're judging it, you're doing the same thing. You're never going to overcome the accusations of the world like that. And the world is tempting you. The world is tempting you. You know, one of, the, one of the big things in the world that we could see right now is all this stuff about homosexuality, right? That's 
just a distraction for the church. We focusing on that. We judging that so much. We judging people so much. We robbing ourselves. Huh? We robbing ourselves. Do you know how many testimonies you could find on YouTube of somewhere of transgenders of of men uh, or actually they were teenagers they decided they're going to have the sex change and be another person do you know how many of them are coming out now saying it's the worst thing they ever did yes. huh? you can't mock God All right. God be male and female you can't mock it but what you can do you can let it be such a distraction huh? in the church we, we, we're more focused on killing people than we are succeeding God didn't call me to kill nobody when the Lord saved you he says when, when the Lord saved you did he say uh, Saul killed his thousand but you got to kill your ten thousand David we get off on rudeness we get off on judging and we think that's the Bible but we don't know the tones that those people moved in. We're robbing ourselves. God's making a place for you, but you got to quit throwing it away. you got to quit throwing it away. First, you got to believe in your heart. Not because I say so. Go read the Word. you got to believe in your heart. And the truth is, it just makes sense. God didn't... The gospel is not just about you getting saved. It's about you doing something with the salvation you got. Uh, yeah? Quit judging yourself. Quit saying you can't preach. Quit saying you can't witness. Somebody's hurting. Uh, you got a friend that's hurting. You got somebody at work. You know they're hurting. What are you going to do? Say, wait a minute. I got to go to Heavenly Lights and take a class before I can witness to you. What stupidness is that? Huh? Or you, you feel this desire in you to preach. Well, I, 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 I'm not ready yet. I'm not ready yet. See, you're trying to save yourself. Huh? How many times is God telling you to witness to somebody? And you don't. You know why you don't? Because you're trying to save yourself. You don't want to look bad. Hmm? You're afraid if you go up and say, Hey, listen, I see you struggling. You know, I know somebody could help you. Yes. They may spew back at you. So you're thinking about that, but you're trying to save yourself. They overcome the accusations of the world. Why do we not witness? Because we have not overcome the accusations of the world. Why are we not telling nobody about Jesus? Because we have not overcome the accusations of the world. Because somebody say something bad about us. My feelings. But you act like you love people and you don't want to see them going to hell. But you're afraid of the world. You're afraid of a little accusation. You're afraid of a little accusations. Or you start off in ministry and you're afraid of a little correction. Or you start a new job. You ain't never worked like that. You don't know nothing about the hardware business, whatever business is. You don't know nothing about it. Oh, they hurt my feelings. You know what a hurt feeling is? Is an accusation. You hurt my feelings. That's not right. You a devil. Not a good one, but you're a devil. 
Am I making sense? You always getting offended. That makes you a devil. Not a good one, but still a devil. Because you're what? Accusing. Accusing. You don't know that person has any against you. They might be trying to help you. Huh? Your parents sometimes trying to help you. And you're just accusing. You're accusing. Oh, my parents, I can't stand them. Oh, my parents, they like Hitler. <laughs> but that makes you Hitler's child. <laughs> and that's why you get hit so much. <laughs> Am I speaking true? Yeah. All these wounded little souls, you serpents. All you wounded little souls and say, Oh, Jesus, I don't know why I'm going through this. You devil. The only difference between you and the ordinary devil is you, you the crying one. But you're still just as much of the devil. Huh? You hurt my feelings. You get married. You hurt my feelings. But you hurt my feelings first. You're all going to hell broke. <laughs> Not rich, broke. Yes, at least Beyonce may be going to hell rich, but you going to hell broke? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> Hello. My sweet little devils, wake up. My precious little darlings, wake up. You getting offended about everything? That means you are now accuser. You have gone to Satan's school of acute accusations. And why is your life so miserable? Why do you have sickness? Because you never overcome accusations. You never overcome accusations. Huh? Yes. Your mama said, you ain't ever going to be anything. And the only thing your mother ever become is dead. And you're going to take her word? <laughs> you're going to take their word? Is anybody seeing? Anybody seeing? Huh? Now, all the successful devils are at the beach today. We're the unsuccessful ones. We're the ones that's crying. Uh, 
<laughs> we, we the devil least popular in school. But we still a devil. Uh, we the broke one on our street. We, we, we're not the rich devil, but we the broke one on our street. But God is calling out to you. And he says, I want to make you rich. But you got to stop the accusations if you want to overcome. And receive the place I have for you. Amen. Think about it. This message is not hard. It's deep. Yes, you might have, a la- have to have a ladder to get down in and get out. It's deep. But it's not hard. Because we're hoodwinked. We're hoodwinked into thinking that we are victims in need of God's comforting and God's love. God is not going to comfort her. And love on a devil. We got to realize we're there because we accuse somebody. And we're in this place because we keep on accusing. And we're accusing the world. Michael wouldn't even accuse the devil, but some of us are accusing God. And we don't even have no wings. And because this is the behavior of the world, we don't even realize what we're doing, you know. We don't realize that 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 we're the one that's we're the ones that's biting and, and devouring. We're the ones that's bringing all kinds of accusations. God's not mocked. Somebody takes something from you. You get back four times as much. Once you know that God is for you. Somebody take the family inheritance. Listen, God's got something far more worthy and and far more expensive than your your family inheritance. No, you you have to believe in God. But but, but you got to get to that place where you don't love your life so much. You love Jesus. He's my life. You don't love your life so much you shrink back from death. Okay, go ahead, kill me. You want to say something bad about me? Say something bad about me. Go ahead. Go ahead. But you ain't getting in my pocket. You ain't going to get in my pocket. Go ahead. Say all you want to say. Talk all you want to talk. But I ain't going to let you in my pocket. I ain't going to let you in my pocket. I'm not going to let you in here. Because God has none said so much good about me. That your few words of bad can't fight with what God. Uh, uh, Michael and all those angels are inside you. That's all the words that God has spoken about you. Uh, these accusations, they, they, they're not no match for you. Uh, you better than this. You better than this. You're better than to be miserable all week. You're better than this. And you know you love God. You know, even if you, even if you tell them what you want to tell them, you know you're going to beat up on yourself. And you know that place when you get out of being cool. You know that place when you just lose it. And you're praying. I can't remember. Was anybody standing around with a phone videotaping me? See, when you talk and then look to see if somebody's recording, 
You're not in yourself no more. You're in the spirit realm of Satan. Uh, if you're going to say something, you look around and see if anybody got any phones. And then you say, what you got to say? <laughs> you know when you lose it. And then, and then you, you already weaken your conscience anyway, so you're going to beat up on yourself. You're going to have these fights a thousand times in a week. You're just going over these things again and again and again. And you're judging yourself and you're judging them. You don't know how to let it go. And if you keep that up, before long you got sickness in your body. Uh, you keep that up enough, then you you got Alzheimer's in your head. You know. <laughs> nah, these accusations is what destroys. Don't fight to save your life. Overcome the accusations. What we think, this is the, this is the sad part, what we think is, in the name of Jesus, in the blood of Jesus, but you're doing it in the spirit of the world. In the blood of Jesus, I rebuke you, Satan. Not even Michael now. <laughs> so we think we're spiritual, but we're not spiritual. If we are spiritual, we'll be belong to the devil. That's not the way you overcome an accusation. The way you overcome the accusation is think what you want, devil. God never called me. Think what you want. It's like this. It's like this. It's like this. The Lord calling you. Let's say this is my place up here. I back here. The Lord calling me. Maybe you way back here in the back. <laughs> you way you. I mean, you so far away from your blessing. You way out. You out here in the lobby. You you way you way out here. <laughs> you so far back you can't even see it. Hmm? Get away from me, Satan. Uh, <laughs> So God called me. He says, I got a place for you. I got a place for you. Listen, you know God's word is better. Where you come from? You know God's word is stronger and better than anything anybody could say. God's word is more accurate than your mother, your father, your brother, your sister, anybody. But you know what keeps you away from your place? Is you stop. And you fight with people that have no authority over your life. God is calling you to place. And they always think they're above you, you know. You're always fighting with them. Huh? I fought with them at the door. I fought with them here. I fought with them there. Now I fight with them here. Move. Get out of my way. See? you pushing your enemy towards your place. And you're wasting all your time playing with your enemy. 
when you could be prospering, when you could be being blessed. No, what are you listening to all these people for? Why are you listening to mama, daddy, exes, all What are you listening to them for? God said, I have a place for you. Thank you, Diane. Uh, she fulfilled a purpose and didn't even know she did it. Not once did she get behind me. Uh, maybe I should have said, get thee behind me, Satan. She thought I meant, get thee in front of me. Uh, no, that is the point. That is the point. The Lord uses you more than you think. That is the point. You fighting with too many people and not listening to the word. God's word is not stronger than your daddy's word, your mama's word. Any day. God's word's not stronger than the bank. God's word's not stronger than the judge. God's word. But if I stop and fight and accuse, I lost. Wow. Aha. Uh -huh. <laughs> now we understand. <laughs> Even when you're surrounded by darkness. God's making a place for me. Yes. Hmm? Where I had no place. I'm not supposed to be here. God's making a place for me. Hmm? Hmm? Pushing out, spreading wide, giving purpose, making rich. Don't stop. Wow. Don't stop. Don't let people aggravate you. Get you acting like the world. Don't do that. Somebody don't like the way you sing. Hello. Hmm? Hmm. Somebody don't like the way you sing. You, you, you tried singing in church and somebody said something. But the leaders of the church let you come back. Right. So who are you listening to that one person for? When you trust God over every other voice, you're going to find your place. Amen. God's got a place for you. God's making a place for you. Now don't wait till you're 90 to get there. <laughs> Throw it down. It works. It works. Why do you want to give your heart all that pain? accusations worried about what somebody says and worried about what you're thinking you accusing, they're accusing and accusing your own self and you stop all that no, it's what God says so that's the part about God that you come to know I'm saved by grace yes, I'm not saved by being perfect I'm saved by grace huh? I'm not saved by the cross and being perfect I'm saved by grace Yes. Am I going to try to be a better person? Oh, yes. 
Going to try to be more loving? Yes, that's a given. Huh? But God made a promise to me because He loves me. Not because I'm good. He made a promise to me. Because He loves me. Amen. It ain't like the Old Testament. If you do this, I'll do this. God said, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. Made a promise. Hallelujah. Who needs a word this morning? Now listen, if you're feeling guilty this morning because you know you always have accusations, that's not the intent of the message. The intent of the message is that God forgives you real quick. You don't have to go home and repent. God forgives you real quick. He forgives you right here. And, and you may not even know how to change, but guess what? He'll send the counselor to you. Just want to change. Uh, and you'll be on your way. So that's the good news of the gospel. Bad news of the gospel, you're going to hell, but it's the good news of the gospel. <laughs> Some people like to preach the bad news of the gospel. Isn't it true? Yeah. Somebody always preaching the bad news of the gospel. <laughs> Not the good news. Nah. God loves you. And he wants you to prosper. He wants you to do something with your life. Hallelujah. thing is as I see these these two gentlemen right here you and you I see you too right I realize y'all y'all drinking that word this morning mm. and um, stand up please if you don't mind stand up please no problem no problem mm. I'm not gonna send you to hell <laughs> just heard a word for you but I saw you two drinking yes but I did see with you it's like there's these accusations around you you ever sense that that there's a lot of people that just don't want you yeah. to be blessed yeah family yeah. members yeah don't want you to be blessed and so much to the place you almost wondering if maybe you've done something wrong you've almost halfway believed or something does that make sense true man brother yeah. But I haven't done anything I know because it's just family. Say that? It's just family, just jealousy. Normal family jealousy. Jesus says your enemies may be the members of your own household. Sure. He said that in two or three gospels. <laughs> so watch them devils at home. <laughs> Sometimes the only thing keeping you from being blessed is your family. God love them. 
I want to see them in heaven. But sometimes, listen, them, them Iraqi devils, they ain't got nothing against us personally. It'd be the Trinidadian devils. <laughs> Closer to where we live. <laughs> yes. But with that jealousy always comes accusations. But God is going to take all of them off. Because I heard your spirit crying out that you, you want to be free. Because these things are burdening you. Mm? It's burdening you. Um, to the place that, that you, you worry a bit about your health. Yeah, I do. Yeah. You do. There's nothing wrong with you. Not really, no. Not really. Little pressure, is it? Little pressure. All right. Wonder where that little pressure comes from. <laughs> you know, we say things and we don't think about what we're saying. No, I'm in trouble with family, the jealousy, a little bit. I, I don't know where I'm getting this pressure. <laughs> God's going to remove the pressure. Because I saw you drinking this word. Right? God's going to continue to bless your hands. Because it's been a while since you saw something prosperous happen. Yeah. I mean, things are moving, but it's been a while. There's been times in the past when you saw, like, whoosh, big things would happen. Is that true? Yeah. But it's been a while. Yeah, because I caught some of the big push. Yeah. But you, you, you ain't had that. True. See, that's because of all this stuff around you. But God is going to remove it away from you so that you go back to prospering, right? Um, nobody's never perfect. Examine yourself. Do what's right. But there are always going to be people that's jealous. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you prosper, the Bible says 30, 60, 100 times as much, and that's God's blessing. And He says with it, persecution. People are always going to be jealous and persecute you when you're blessed. Sure. Yeah. 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 You know, very seldom are you, are you jealous of the homeless man. Sure. Unless it's, you got to go to work. Man, I wish I could just stay home. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, I want to bed. I don't want to sleep outside. All right, I'm going to work. <laughs> Your hand's going to start to prosper again. All right. The pressure's going to go down. Amen. Right? You received that? I received it. I All received right. It That's your blessing. You can be seated. These your sons? Yes. Um, the Lord says that uh, uh, you, you're kind of in a tight place now. You're, you're struggling a lot to get through, right? Yeah. Yes. Where's the mother? Uh, she is not with us. She's not with y'all. It's the yeah. three of you. Yeah. And um, so you're in this tight place right now. Mm -hmm. Right? Hmm? Y'all love your daddy? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Look at him. Hmm? Mm -hmm. You pray. I see him with his hand like that. So sometimes people just do, do things, you know, and it's just like, you stand up, stand up. You've been praying for your daddy. Is that right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> so you're in a tight place, right? Uh, being a father for two. You got two? Yeah, just these two. Just, yeah. just these two. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
you're not in your own place. You're in. No, not uh, this. Renting. R renting. Yeah. All right. kind of fighting against y'all. Yeah. Is that your family? Yeah. It's fighting against you, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm, so you're having to rent. You ain't not renting in the family place. No, no. No. Oh. Non but, but they're kind of fighting against you, right? Yeah. Is that true? Uh, the mom. <laughs> the mom? <laughs> All right. All right. Mm-hmm. 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 I'm seeing this place. I'm seeing this place. I'm seeing this. Um, I'm seeing the. Uh, I see in this house. It's a flat house, and there's this darkness around it. Is that where you're staying? Yeah, it's a it's a flat house, but uh, it's it's a flat house on an open field. On an open field. Yeah. Quiet and peaceful. And you're just renting that from somebody. Yeah. I don't think that's the place I'm seeing. Uh, it's not bearing witness. Mm -hmm. So this is on open field. Well, yeah. From before where we used to live was a flat house. It where you used to live. Yeah. And, and what oh, happened? To, what happened no, to that? I ended up leaving from from. Uh, from that place. You left from that place. Yeah. All right. And that's where the... Yeah. All right. All the and there was a family. That, yeah. That's her family. Yeah. All right. That's the family that's against you. Yeah. Is that right? I want to think so. You want to think so? Yeah. All right. All right. Because that's, that's the house I'm seeing. I'm not seeing no house in the open field. I'm seeing that house. I'm seeing all that darkness that was there. I'm, I'm seeing the... Um, because um, you felt you felt rejected a lot and put down in that place. Yeah. Is that true? Yeah. All right. So you're in this tight place, but God's about to make it untight. And I'm going to pray for peace in this whole relationship thing, right? Yes. So you want to be with your daddy? I think so. Hmm? Hmm. So you go to church? You go to church? Yeah. Uh-huh. You've gone to church for a while? Uh, like two months now. Two months. Here? No. No. Just two months. Hmm? Wow. Because I see Christ all over you. It, it looks much older than two months. Bringing out all my family, three of us. The three of you pray. Yeah. Okay. Well, I realize the three of you are praying, but I'm I'm seeing something on him. You know, he may end up being a preacher. Because <laughs> he got a good heart. I'm not saying you don't. I just. <laughs> The things we think we hear, you know, that, that, that that's not been heard. Um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
So who, who speaks in tongues? One of you speak in tongues? No. Y'all won't speak in tongues? No. no. Mm -hmm. You know what tongues is? Yes. No, I'm not guessing. Mm -hmm. I think uh, first time I came for prayer, one of the, the saints said that they could see me speaking in tongues, so they tried to activate this tongues, but uh -huh. not me. Yet. Do you believe in tongues? Or is that spooky for you, or what? Well, so the church I used to go before, they don't really believe in speaking in tongues. All right, did they speak against it? Yeah, they speak of it, yeah. They sp spoke against it. They yeah. said you shouldn't do that. They said that the only time you could speak in tongues is if someone is there to uh, interpret. interpret. It. All right. That, that, is not, that is true and not true. If you're going to take the microphone and go up here and speak in tongues, there needs to be an interpretation. But if it's just a personal tongue or a, a, a prayer tongue in your house, nah. Well, okay. Right, because that, that's where that's where the that's where that strength comes up inside of you. Amen. Right. All right. So I'm going to empower your prayer. Right. But God's going to do it anyway. He's going to make it easy. Right. So you don't want this relationship. No. For sure. Uh, you're not sure. Let's just let God make a decision. Right. All right. But you're forget you're willing to forgive, right? Yeah. All right. All right. Mm -hmm. All right. God's gonna move you out of this tight place. I assume some of this tightness is is just the battle, but some of it is is financial too, right? Mm -hmm. All right. All right. What kind of work you do? I'm an offshore worker. Offshore worker. Yeah. Ooh, that's hard with boys, isn't it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Unless you put them in your suitcase or something. Mm -hmm. It will work out. Do you believe that? Yeah. All right. It'll work out. Um, you stay faithful to God. Mm -hmm. So you're working offshore, but financially you're still tight, right? Yeah. All right. We're going to loosen that finances up. You believe that? Yeah. You receive that? Yeah. All, right. Yeah. All right. Listen. Let me touch you right now. Mm -hmm. I just pray for God's peace upon you. Yes. Yeah. Because mm. sometimes you just sometimes you get so upset you don't know what to do, right? Yeah. Right. There's a lot of times I don't know what to do. That's when you let God kick in. Yeah. You believe that? Yeah. You let God kick in. Right? Peace. 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 It's gonna work out. Huh? Yes. Because God is there when y'all pray. It's gonna work out. You're gonna, gonna, you're gonna have a testimony that comes out of this. Yeah. But God's already done it, right? Amen. He's already done. You believe that, young man? He done it. <laughs> Look at that smile. <laughs> All right. You'd be blessed, right? All right. Let me do one more. I just chose those two because they was drinking. They, they was receiving that word. You gotta receive the word. If you don't receive the word, you don't go home with nothing. You know, you gotta let it, gotta let it touch you. Who am I looking for? Who am I looking for? Mm -hmm. 
So, so who's wanting to go to school? Who's wanting to go to school? You? Huh? Yeah, want to. Are going? You going? Stand, stand, please. But you're struggling with the finances of it. Um. No, not currently. Not really. Don't think so. You're looking at your financial advisor. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that, that's a good answer. I don't think so. <laughs> now you, you, you're struggling. You're not struggling over the. You're not struggling over the screw. You're struggling over mm, something going on. You're struggling over something going on at the school. You're struggling over making a decision. Oh yes, I am. What, what is the decision? Um, what degree? What degree I want to do? What degree you want to do? All right, I see that. But you're letting somebody else help you make that decision. Well, I'm asking a lot of people to just uh, figure out what is the best decision to do. So I'm just getting advice from a lot of you know, people. You know, you know what happens when you ask a lot of people? You get a lot of answers. Uh, you get a lot of answers. And th there's a guy involved in all these answers. Is that true? Yes. And th and this guy, his answer seems to have a lot of uh, influence over you. Yes. Is that true? Yes. Mm -hmm. But but his he is geared towards uh, what is the quickest way and how to make the most money. Mm. Don't think so. Um. Um, mm -hmm. Yes, I would think so, yes. You would think so, mm -hmm. all right. Um, see, because sometimes, listen, sometimes you, you sit and you're trying to figure out what's best, and sometimes what you do is you compromise. You don't do what you really want to do. You compromise. So somebody tells you, you know, if you do this, you know, there's a, there's a lot of, there's a lot of opportunities here, and it don't take as long, and you can make money, and, you know, they, they, they look at it like that. But that's, the, that's not conviction for what you want to do. What that is is for conviction for money. Mm -hmm. Right? There's nothing wrong for working for money if you ain't got nothing else to work for as long as you do something with the money. But that's not you. You need to quit asking everybody. Ask God. And don't, 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 don't ask God this way. Don't say, Lord, what you want me to do? Say, Lord... What is it that I want to do? Let the Lord show you you. Mm -hmm. And then he, sh he will show you what he has for you. Mm -hmm. Amen. You believe that? Yes, I do. So who's this guy? Is he a boyfriend or something? Yes. He's a boyfriend. That's what I thought. Um, so finances is cool? Not really. Not really. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Is this one going to school too? Yes. Oh, Lord. 
Gotta get that one out and bring that one in. <laughs> Has this one started yet? She ain't started yet. How old are you? Oh, 18. 18. Getting ready to start. Uh-huh. 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 Mm-hmm. Stand up, please. You stand up, too. I heard the Lord say, Mama. I don't know why he called you Mama. I know you're not the Lord's Mama. But he said, Mama. He says, stop worrying about the money. Okay. That he, he's going he's gonna to provide for you. Because it is a little struggle, right? Yes, it is. All right. He says he's going to provide for you. You just keep loving. These are your daughters? Yep. You just keep loving your daughters. Mm-hmm. He's going to provide for you. Thank hmm? you. You believe that? Yeah. Why do you call your mama? I don't know. <laughs> huh? Y'all call her mama? No, they call me mom. mom. They call you mom. Oh, grandmother. The mama. <laughs> mama was their grandmother. M- mama is their grandmother? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was uh-huh. my mom. Uh-huh. So I guess it's just the word. But I heard say mama. <laughs> you know. And I think the reason the Lord, the Lord called you mama was that That's your biggest concern in life. These two. I have three actually. I have three daughters. I have three. Yes. The other one going to school too? No, she's working. She's working already. All right. So you have three. But that's your concern is your daughters. Yeah. Right? Yes. And especially these two. Yeah. Hmm? Decisions to make, you know. Decisions to make. And right ones. And, and what's that? And the right ones. And the right ones. Yeah. You know, that's the thing about a right decision. <clears throat> you never know if you made a right decision until it's too late. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is that true? Yeah. You never really know if you made a right decision. Uh, so you I always ask the Holy Spirit, you know. That's all you can do. Yeah. And... Even as you, as you ask, sometimes we struggle to hear. But God has this way. He knows when we're struggling to hear. And God has this way. Once we just say, Lord, I want to do what's best. He has this way of making you do what's right. You see Diane? I don't know where she left. Yeah. She moved all the way up here, you know. Yes. I wanted her to get out of my way, but she kept going forwards, right? Huh? Yeah. But she but, fulfilled the purpose. Huh? The purpose was fulfilled. The teaching was, I think... Th- was, that's the point. The, yeah. My point is, God was leading her. Mm-hmm. Truth is, she didn't know what to do. So she just moved out of the way, mm-hmm. right? The truth is, she didn't know what to do. We didn't rehearse this by any means, you know. Yeah. So the point is, she was doing this, and we was getting a kick out of it. Yeah. But she was actually doing what? what the Lord would have her to do. Yes, yeah. You know how many times I've done something, don't know what I'm doing? Yeah. And then in the end, it works out. Yes. It's going to work out. Yes. The Lord hears your prayer. Sometimes the pressure of making the right decision is what keeps us from hearing from God. And we must never accuse the Lord of giving us too hard of choices to make. He is not so trivial. If we don't get it, He will still work it out. He's got you. Even when you ain't got yourself. Yes. 
Amen. See? So relax. He's heard your prayers. Huh? He's heard your prayers. She said, not really, but God said, really. <laughs> See? So you spoke to the Lord today. He got you. Right? He got you. And you too love your mama. You love your mama? <laughs> yes. Y'all know how to wash dishes and all those things? Yes. You know how to wash dishes? You know how to wash dishes? Wash dishes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you like to wash dishes? <laughs> all right. You just throw all those opinions away. Right? And some of, some of it is, is trying to make the right decision because you're concerned about your mama as well, right? But listen, it's always the best thing just to do what God says. Amen. Yes? Amen. Trust that. What is it you want to do? Um, uh, not too sure debating between two degrees, one in medicine and one in um, science and technology. One in medicine? And one in science and technology. Mm -hmm. You ever thought about law? No. no. You don't have no interest in that? No, I do not. So. Medicine and science and technology. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. One in law and one in medicine? You say... Um. One, science and chemistry, chemistry okay. for science and optometry for medicine. Okay, all right, all right. Mm -hmm. So why did I hear this thing about law? I don't know. I've never. You really never thought of that. Never considered it. So. I'm, and I'm not telling you to change your mind, because I don't know why I heard it. Make it hard. Mm -hmm. Just what I said to her, trust God that you will make the right decision. We don't none know what the right decision is today. Mm -hmm. We can have some confidence, but we don't know for sure. We never know till it's over. That is true. But God will always prove himself true. You Amen. believe that? Yes, I do. Yes, all right. Yes, I do. No more worries. Joy. Amen? Amen. Amen. All right. Yes, Nicole. Listen, it might be hard to practice no accusations. And that means you can't even get hurt, you know. If you do, you say, Lord, no, I forgive. I let it go. Right? It may be hard, but it works. And if you trust God, it won't be hard. Uh, you'll, you'll never feel as healthy. You'll never feel so healthy. That's when you learn to forgive. God's got it under control. Yes. And you trust Him. Hmm? Try it. Don't accuse. Don't judge yourself. Don't judge others. There may be some things that's not right. Just say, Lord, I don't think that's right. I leave it up to you. I'm not going to condemn nobody. I don't know the whole thing. And I'm not going to condemn myself. Yes. Because I know that you've got a place for me. And don't waste no time this week getting to the place that God has for you by fighting with family or whoever else wants to fight with you. Ain't got no time for that. Amen. Have a blessed week.